Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and sometimes, accidentally, in spite of myself, something funny or interesting happens. This is Previously Live. Hi. Hey there. TikTok superstar, I'm flattered. Yeah, I, you know, I, I try and butter you up a little bit. I'm trying to butter your biscuit before we talk. It's a classic uh, dishonest lefty debate strategy. How you doing? Not too bad. How you doing, man? Do, do I need, like, a webcam or anything? Do you? No, no, no. Just, like a... we're chill. I'm just... Okay, okay. I'm interstice. I, I, my beard is, needs shaving. We're, it's okay. We don't need to compare appearances right now. No, that's fine. My, I mean, mine needs a little trimming, too, so don't even worry about it. Yeah. Mine's actually dog shit, so... How you doing? Not too bad, man. How you doing? Well, I mean, I just beat a, well, I would call it a difficult segment in the game that I was playing, but my chat, I think, is already prepping their omegalols of that one. So I, I'm so I'm happy with my performance. Yeah, Half anyway. Half-Life 2, you're saying, right? Or Half-Life... Uh, Black Mesa. Black Mesa, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so I, we don't need to beat around the bush. I'll preempt this. I, I'm not that oh, sure. familiar with your content. I think that goes both ways. Um, oh yeah, for sure. I'm not, nothing against you. I'm just so lazy to watch a YouTube video in general. Yeah, likewise. I'm pretty. I'm. I mean, I don't have the laziness as an excuse. I don't think because your videos well, TikTok are quite mind-numbing. Shorter than mine. Yeah, it's to say that I just haven't picked up my phone and given it a shot. But anyway, I saw one of your criticisms of me, and I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest with you. I've forgotten <laughs> it, but it seemed like a relatively cogent criticism. I thought it might be worth mm -hmm. talking to you. Okay, cool. Let's let's talk about it. Yeah. Do you do you remember it? No, it has completely vacated my mind. You remember anything you've said about me? <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it was mostly, I think you had made a point about, it's so weird because like I'm positioning for the camera, but it's not on. Uh, it's, uh, I think you had made a point about how um, conservatives do so well on TikTok because their uh, perspectives are very, I don't know the exact wording that you used. I don't want to say like childish, basically, mm -hmm. or very easy, you know, uh, so it's much easier to absorb them. Um, and that's why conservatives do better on TikTok because they have like kind of dumb ideas. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing. And then I had responded with the fact that the reason, because it seemed like you were making <clears throat> the comparison, because conservative pages are uh, more popular in the political sphere than the progressive pages. And I had made the argument that uh, conservatives just tend to galvanize around their perspective and their arguments, which I think is true in real life too. You know, I don't know the exact statistic, but I think conservatives make up like substantially fewer uh, people of voting age in the United States, and yet they still are on par when it comes to voting. Yeah, there are definitely a lot of reasons for that. Um, I think I don't think these arguments are necessarily incompatible. I think the mm. reason why it's easier for conservatives to galvanize around specific ideas as opposed to progressives who are all doing their own fucking thing is because as right. you increase the complexity of a belief system, you increase the likelihood that individual actors who subscribe to that belief system are going to deviate in some way with regards mm -hmm. to their strategy or approach. For example, um, with regards to uh, George Floyd, I have seen mm. the same take on police brutality, race and crime in this country from 40, 50, 60 different people. I've seen mm -hmm. it from well-meaning libertarians, and I've seen it from neo-Nazis. It's the mm -hmm. same set of arguments. It's very easy to rally behind. Whereas the responses to that, like the actual nuance sociologically of why this shit happens and what we can do to prevent it, that is um, exponentially more complicated. And it gets really, really difficult, I think, to coalesce around 
complex ideas like that. Mm -hmm. But you don't think that there's a way to elevator pitch like George Floyd's dying? I mean, like in a more concise way, because I would make the argument that like a lot of progressives are very toxic when it comes to conservatives. Well, you can think it's justifiable or not, but to an extent where it's like very uh, like ostracizing for conservative voices. And like, so they kind of just huddle in a corner because we had, I had mentioned the point that there are progressive pages and conservative pages and the conservative pages are more popular. But when you leave the sphere of politics, everyone else that does other things, <clears throat> when something like George Floyd happens, they still rally around like the overall progressive idea. And they kind of just batter conservatives back into like a corner when they ask a question, which is out of ignorance. Like they'll say, well, systemic racism doesn't exist. And like, of course, like I disagree, but like nobody takes the time to educate them. They all just say, no, it does exist. Even though they don't, they don't necessarily educate themselves on why it exists. So they don't use some kind of an argument to say it exists because of this. They say, no, you're dumb, racist and wrong. And it kind of just causes people to double down on their beliefs and just stick to that corner. Yeah, the issue is when you're talking about whether or not systemic racism in the police system exists, the mm -hmm. negative position is, well, no, it doesn't. Yeah, blacks get beat up more or whatever, but they commit more crime. And the positive sure, yeah. position necessitates an understanding of multivariate aggressive analysis, which requires a master's degree in either statistics or sociology. So you don't think it's a way to... You, I mean, you, you, you can, you can. You can say, yeah. like, well, dis they're disproportionately targeted, but I don't think conservatives know what disproportionately means for the most part. Sure. I'm not sure. But you could also just say, like, lexicon. poor people commit more crime. And if you think that black people are equal to white people, then why are they disproportionately causing more crime? Well, then they would say, power? like, well, why are black people more poor? Usually the argument conservatives right, yeah. make is they gesture at the inherent inferiority of black skulls. But um, I haven't they seen don't, that, though. Well, 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 they don't say it. And a lot of them right. don't know that's what they're pushing for. This is one of the mm -hmm. things that I find most frustrating. When you're taking a libertarian approach to race and crime in this country, like a very individualistic mm -hmm. approach, and you talk about, you know, sociology, like, okay, so poor people commit more crime. Well, why are black people more poor? Usually what mm -hmm. they'll do is they'll explain away any conceivable explanation for disproportionate bias on the part of our systems, but they mm -hmm. won't offer a counter explanation as to why black people could be doing so much worse. When you defer to answers like, well, black people just make worse choices, or, well, I think it comes down to individual preference, or I think their culture is worse, and you don't mm -hmm. provide a socioeconomic answer, what you're essentially deferring to is that black people are stupider, like inherently. Right. But I would say, like, for instance, when we talk about, like, the culture that's been <clears throat> created in black communities, I see a lot of people when, like, a conservative brings up that point, a lot of people will instantly go, well, you're racist if you believe that. But there's a level of truth to a particular culture in those poor black communities that is derived from systemic racism. I mean, any group of people would choose not to go to school at a higher rate or sell drugs if they were literally robbed of opportunities. But nobody takes the time to, like, explain that that's why it exists. Nothing to do with them being black um, as far as like a race specific, I mean, it is because they're black. That's why systemic racism exists. But, I don't like, know their inferiority oh, as black people isn't why they're in that position. You, you understand what I'm saying? I don't see anybody trying to make that argument. I just I think progressives <clears throat> do. Just usually that argument is hand waved away. Right, right now, both of us are Haven't using very it. we're yeah. using very non falsifiable arguments. Well, what we've right. seen, how do we feel? It's undeniable, right, yeah, sure. and I would agree with you on this. I don't know how familiar you are with my content, but a lot of mm. what I do is sort of based on the idea that I think lefties are shit at arguing. They're fucking terrible mm -hmm. at it. Um, when I got into this, I was disgusted. Why do you think that is? I'm just curious. Now that you put that um, a lot of it is because most of the talking points that the right wing tends to use have literally been designed by, um, by, by PACs and by focus groups that are financed by billionaires. So it's very easy. A lot of that stuff comes top down. 
for example, do you, do you think that like do you think that part of it could be like an age va- uh, factor too? I mean, older people are generally just better at expressing themselves. Possibly. Oh, somebody in chat asked. I pr- I know I said this earlier, but this is Papa Gut from 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 TikTok. I, yeah, Papa underscore Gut. Papa underscore <laughs> Gut. Obviously, none of these fucking fakers uh, and losers who forget exactly. the underscore. Um, Excuse me. Sorry about that. I don't know if there's. I don't know if it's necessarily an age thing. I don't think older people mm-hmm. are any smarter or any better at arguing. In fact, my experience with these little TikTok Zoomer conservatives is that they're actually quite a bit better at arguing than a lot of the people I'm used to from from YouTube. It's it's pretty impressive. Of course, what, they're even all like just, the conservative hype house. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're wrong and they're horrible people. I think horrible. Like you think they're bad people. I have never consumed people. their content, so. I, you think they're like they're horrible because I've never seen their content. Like I don't look at other people's. Content. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're it's basically like fascist apologia. Most conservatives are pretty morally bankrupt. I'd argue, but a lot of them don't you know. So? It. You got to move them over. Yeah. On it. Do you think there's a way to reach them though to get them to be a little more like humanity like oriented? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Most of them. It's mostly a combination of privilege and just world fallacy. The belief that I, the world yeah. exists fair as it is today, and there must be reasons for why things are the way they are. So they'll sure, never accept that. that there's an injustice they need to fight against. You know. I would take that in a different direction and talk about more of like. I mean, basically, I'm just saying what you're saying, but like a bubble. Like they're just living their own bubble. They don't understand what's going on outside their bubble, and that like speaks to their ignorance, but not necessarily their racism. And I would say that you could parallel that with like some people in the black community nowadays, younger kids um, saying that like, oh, you can't be racist against a white person and kind of demonizing white people because they live in their own bubble and they don't understand that as silly as it is, you have to understand the ignorance of people who don't understand your situation. You know what people mean when they say you can't be racist against white people? What do they say? Well, they're talking about systemic racism generally. Or do you agree that it's not really possible to be systemically racist against white people in this country? Oh, well, yes, I agree with what you're saying. I think I said that right. Yes, you can't be systemic. You can't uh, perpetuate systemic racism yeah. against a white person. So I would, like, yeah, I would agree. The, yeah. the bubble is yeah. an issue. And there, and there is like a big bubble, like I think around a lot of progressives. I find that it's more of a argumentative bubble than it is an actual mm-hmm. conceptual bubble. There are a lot of lefties who think that by screaming like trans rights are human rights and, mm-hmm. and just sort of like, you know, existing that they can surmise or surpass the systems they were born into. Um, whereas it's, you know, very much a game of power, um, I think. But with, with regards to the bubble thing, like, I, I do agree with that. I just think it's about exposing people to the right arguments, getting people to see things from the right perspective, and hopefully right, yeah. move them over. That's what I try to do. That's the whole point. I, yeah, because what I, from my experience so far, I am followed by mostly conservatives. Uh, progressives don't really like me very much, even though I'm pretty progressive. Um, and they're very open to my message when I talk about things. I talk about systemic racism. I talk about universal basic income. I talk about uh, universal health care. And, like, nobody hates me for it. Like, I haven't seen, like, the the argument against it for me, for a lot of progressives. Even if they don't agree, you know, I see it more civilly from the progress. Like, progressives tend to be more civil with me. Or rather, conservatives tend to be more civil with me. So I have a very different experience. I, understand. I can understand why, I think. Because I look conservative. Because you criticize mostly left-leaning people in your video responses from what i've seen i do i i it's usually now they're usually informative and well-meaning criticisms right um but (laughs) it's kind of like the it's kind of like the um like the tim pool thing right what regardless of what you actually are no that's a bad example because tim pool's a fucking lunatic regardless of what your actual positions are i think a lot of people are just looking to see like a 16 year old progressive girl with like a bi flag hung up in her bedroom get like owned get by destroyed. a more reasonable yeah like a reasonable I, I get that well my thing is is like you know i i guess 
because a lot of well first and foremost i'd say like i do go after more progressives i'm air quoting only because like i don't really go after political pages that much in general but then when like most people are just progressive by default they're just like you know what i mean so it's not necessarily progressive pages in the sense of like politically progressive but they're mostly just progressive saying things that i disagree with and i think are kind of dumb i think most media is generally progressive um, and for that reason, most people's opinions are going to be sort of a neutral, ambivalent progressiveness, but it's usually kind of a, in a tepid liberal way, you know, like, right. um, like until it's checked, until it's questioned, until it, until it comes down to the paint. And then usually people split. It really depends, I guess, on where their, on where their core values are. I've just, mm-hmm. and, and I have to, and I apologize, I see if I'm coming off a little bit, um, no, um, not at all. how do you say, um, the term prescriptive here or presumptuous. There were some people who messaged me when I said that I'd be talking to you. Um, uh, saying like, uh, oh, this person's like reasonable, but they just like bully little like teenage girls on TikTok. I, I get like that, that a lot. I get the. I I want to make. And the how point do you that, like, respond? I don't, go, I don't go after like little teenage girls say dumb shit. Honestly, like you know, just in my field. I mean, it comes up my for you page, but like most of the the stuff that men say on this app are just like farts, fart humor, and like. But you see a lot of younger women actually talking about like issues. I mean, the women tend to be more intelligent overall. Like a woman, a man their age is just usually some dumb kid, like talking about like, haha, like you don't kill like rape all women. Excuse my my language, uh, or rather, I don't even really see anything. Maybe it's my for you page, but it's a lot of these younger women who make these points, and like it's a very anti straight white male narrative. And maybe I am a little bit disenfranchised with that whole thing, um, and so like maybe I take it. I don't know if I take it personally, but it just seems to be what comes up more than anything else. I don't have a lot of young men saying dumb shits, mostly fart humor, from what I see. Can I can I talk about um, what you said there? You said um, anti-white, anti-male narrative. I hear yeah, I yeah. hear that a lot. I don't want I don't want to say it like in a weaponizing, horrible, I'm a victim way. It's right, more I in like think... a TikTok infantile yeah i don't think you're reeling from it or anything um my my main concern is that so i so i do so i do know this you know Mm -hmm. young people especially not always young people but very often young people when they're they're very dualistic in their thinking so when you have like when when you're taught like white privilege is the thing you know white supremacy exists uh america was founded on genocide blah blah blah. when you get all these like very like college 101 info points it's very easy to Mm -hmm. dive in and in a very almost reactionary sense be like well fuck man well fuck white people and i know that tends to be like a habit that they develop and hopefully it seems like a new habit of like rather than like contextualizing the issue and trying to push for equality it's a lot of demonizing of people who they see as the oppressor and i understand generally speaking straight white men they are the oppressor i'd say most people uh, I would like to think most straight white men aren't like the oppressors. They're just other people uh, living and you know, maybe they're ignorant, but they're not actively oppressing anybody. Oh, no, no. Yeah, it's never. Well, yeah. for me, at least, because and I'm that's the, that's intersectional. The yeah, yeah. It's never the individual. Individual white people suffer yeah, under right. white supremacy. Individual men suffer under patriarchy, though obviously not as much as non-white people and women, non-men respectively. Yeah, but sure. with, um but with um with regards to the arguments, I care very much about like the outcomes of the engagements we 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 have, you know. And I feel mm-hmm. like with these groups in particular, an unfortunate byproduct of criticizing their somewhat reactive takes about white men 
is that we passively enable people who are only really interested in facilitating the development of a legitimate persecution complex around their maleness and their whiteness that they want to believe. And I know this is a thing because mm -hmm. I swear to God, every conservative I debate is under the impression that the left wing does legitimately want to replace existing power structures, which one will just put white and male people into salt mines or something that when we critique these people what we're doing is we're giving ammunition to those groups and i don't think you're a member of those groups but i do worry you said it's mostly conservatives who follow you i mean is that what they're getting out of your content i mean possibly i have a lot more progressives following me nowadays it just take a while for them to you know come around to it um you know i understand what you're saying with that but don't you you don't think that there should be some kind of a check to people like a new growing narrative of trying to oppress the perceived oppressor just in general because there's two sides to it it's like oh well you have people basically people rallying around me under some idea of some kind of male domination you know complex uh, but then on the other side you have people rallying around the idea of just like you know male shame and hatred obviously the systems aren't going to create that but why not speak out against it just no. because people take my message the wrong way it uh, doesn't mean my message is necessarily bad. No, I don't disagree. I mean, I've yeah. done videos on that, too. I've done videos on the existence of toxic femininity. I remember I had a huge argument with my community about no longer making mayo side jokes, because even if it's a joke, I don't like the idea that people think that being left just means getting to take cheap shots at white people. Um, mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, and I've had those arguments, and I've had real arguments with other content creators over these issues, and I've been mocked for taking those positions. Um, my issue is, like, I do that maybe, like, 1% of my content, because I know mm -hmm. that if I did it for a significant portion of my content, then people would begin to follow me for being, like, the one good leftist, you know, the one who tells <laughs> it like it is and speaks out against the crazy lefties. And then I would mm -hmm. turn into, like, another, you know, I'd be, like, a Dave Rubin sort. Like, I'd be, a, mm -hmm. like, somebody who exists to be a foil to a perceived bias in, like, a larger group. I, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like, the little, the 16-year-old girls who are unironically, like, anti-white misandrists are a fraction mm -hmm. of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the power and influence of the people who are legitimately working to perpetuate white supremacy and male supremacy. And I, I just mm -hmm. don't know, like, in terms of allocating my time and effort, it just seems like I should be spending it elsewhere. Sure, I get what you're saying. I, I understand what you're saying. And I would say that, like, my content, um, like, I understand that people can rally around it because, like, I'm, you know, like you said, maybe I'm the good leftist now. Um, <clears throat> but still, it doesn't necessarily mean that the message isn't, uh, well, necessary. I would say. I mean, most of the time, I think I'm speaking out against overly politically correctness. And I've been trying to, to take time to be uh, more inclusionary of like my ideas and actually criticize people on the left more. Because like for me, I don't know, I guess I, I grew up conservative and then I became liberal um, or progressive, I guess, mm -hmm. as I was educated. So maybe part of me uh, still stuck in that you know, phase. But a lot of it's just like this weird overly politically correct uh, bullshit where like you can't even ask a question like i think i had a video um i i criticized and i said well why some some kids said like oh why isn't aren't straights in the lgbt community like some stupid shit wait, and then I missed, person, wait, why, why is what uh, oh i was giving an example so one kid made a video on tiktok about like hey why aren't straights in the lgbt community oh straights uh, yeah right straight straight people uh, yeah, and then well, she's like, i don't oh, know straight people are pretty gay these days maybe we can fit them in it's someday. getting there it's getting, getting there, there. But then she responded with like some, some content creator. She responded with like, oh, no, straight people can't be in there. They're not oppressed, whatever. And then I mentioned ally. Uh, so like ally, because there's forms of the LGBT community with ally in it. 
And then she's like, no allies aren't oppressed. And I was like, well, that's like the point. Like, obviously all allies would be straight because like you, or else you'd be identifying. But like, there's so much of an emphasis on being oppressed rather than reversing the oppression. So like, why not include in a, in a, in a community that is hyper, that includes hyper specific people and sexualities and genders, why not add ally? And you know, they're not oppressed, but why is there so much of a focus on your oppression rather than reversing it? Like why, why demonize people who want to like fight for it? Because a lot of times what does happen is when you, you know, you expel people who, uh, consider themselves allies i mean not to be too insensitive but there is a level of truth to some sexualities being created just for some kind of a forced inclusion because they want to be part of the community all right well let's all right so like <laughs> tackling these a few at a time right, um right. even if we were to accept these premises we would then have to establish the idea that responding in the way you do is an efficacious way of addressing this. I'm generally of the opinion that these attitudes tend to phase out on their own as people get a little bit more mature, whereas the mm -hmm. ideas that you may be unintentionally bolstering, the conservatives who think there's this onslaught of hyper-PC, anti-white woke scolds, that tends to persist till death. There are plenty mm -hmm. of old conservatives who live, you know, bumped up in their white suburbs with their guns pointed at their window every time they hear the mailman driving by because they're waiting for the BLM marchers to come by and steal their white China. Um, mm -hmm. So, if But that seems like we're justifying, like, ignorance from progressives saying, well, it'll go away. Well, uh, I mean, it's about outcome, right? Does it sure. get improved if every once in a while one of these like girls gets like I guess dogpiled or whatever because you make a response video or does it only atomize the difference between these two groups the people who are young and haven't had their lefty ideas fully crystallized and the people who believe that they're in 2022 going to be lynched for you know having mm -hmm. not enough melanin I um mm -hmm. I I just I my my main concern here I think is that with with regards to that community you say you are concerned about like hyper political correctness i just don't know how much these ideologies and problems manifest in like real world consequences i when i well, this, are you just saying that tiktok is like a it's a very online platform like who cares well it's not is just the, it's even i mean even if it wasn't like it's it's just like kids with like some bad ideas on how to implement their ideology but then you go outside mm -hmm. and right now like donald trump is 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 literally trying to strip like lgbt and trans rights uh in in the medical system and they're doing mm -hmm. this weird Nazi dog whistly shit going on with their merch that I need to like look more at. And th th that alongside like our country is being ravaged by like a, a persistent skepticism of very basic medical reality with concerns to COVID. And then to like focus in, it's like there are little girls that are hyperbolic in their criticisms of patriarchy. Well, right. But then effectively what you're saying is like, because of like the real world problems going on in the field or in the, the bubble of TikTok, I shouldn't be criticizing these things. It's not that you shouldn't be criticizing this bad thing. It's that I worry you're making another worse bad thing worse. Like the Do you heart. really think so? Well, I, again, I don't know. because I, I don't know. I'm not yeah. familiar enough with your content to make yeah, any strong right. prescriptive statements here. But I do know of a person mm -hmm. called... Sh do you know Shuan Head? Uh, I don't think so, no. Shuan I feel Head like I know the name. I've heard the name before. I don't know the person, though. She's a prominent YouTuber uh, and a progressive okay. and a, a dear friend of mine. Um, who mm -hmm. has had quite this political journey of her own. And what it was essentially denoted by is that sh her greatest criticism was always of these, um, these like crazy feminist liberal types, like the wacky ones, you know, like the ones mm -hmm. who will laugh at a joke about castrating men, like those types, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, she made fun of these people and fuck them, fuck those people. I think it's wonderful to make fun of them. But the way she did it ended up facilitating the growth of a really far right audience, like 
like mm -hmm. really far right. And over the past two years, she's been making an effort to scale her content in a way that even if she makes fun of those people, she's not doing it in a way to bolster those communities. And mm -hmm. that's the experience I've had with what feels like this problem. Again, I'm not familiar enough with your content to make any strong comparisons. So I'm not trying to be ultra prescriptive here. No, you know? I understand what you're saying. The thing is, is like, you know, and, and I will say that my content has gotten, I guess you could say more progressive as we've been going on. Um, but like the out, the, all the, the, the personal, I know this is anecdotal, but all the private messages that I get from people and all the responses I get are generally, um, you know, it starts with Papa because, you know, I've, you know, shot myself in the foot there, but they're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't understand what systemic racism was. Can you please try to explain it to me? Uh, oh, you made a lot of good points about like um, universal basic income or uh, universal uh, health care, uh, things that, or like, oh, I hated your content at first, but then like I saw this video where like you said a lot of positive things about trans people and like now I understand where you're coming from. And it seems like a lot of people just don't, they take what I say and they they assign a very negative conservative value to it. And part of it's because some of my followers are pieces of shit. And I constantly, I constantly Man, make videos. Fuck, they fuck are fans. They, a lot of honestly, them, all some, of them. Some of them are pieces of shit. I had to make another video today. All I blocked like like four of my fans because they go tell people to kill themselves, and it's like, what are you doing? Like that's not the message. I don't even remember the video. I think the video was a response to my criticism of a girl. She made a post like, hey, stop commenting about my body, and I made a post that was like, hey, if you're gonna, if that's your content, you're gonna get criticized because that's what you're putting out there. And so she responded back, like, oh, you're disgusting. You're trying to push her off the platform. And I was like, no, I, I made a very respectful post back. I'm like, no, all I was trying to say was that, you know, you guys got to toughen up a little bit because that's what you're going to get. You're going to get criticism about your content. I get it all the time. And then people attack that girl. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like some people take it negatively. Um, so they, they kind of add to a poor uh, assignment of my content, too, because people do block me and they say, I actually appreciate your message, but your fans are toxic and I speak out against it. Those people are going to exist either way. But like I constantly speak out against it. I don't get any of them talking to me and try to rally around me. It's mostly people talking about not understanding progressive issues and then finally like actually getting it because somebody sat down and didn't demonize them and like actually tried to deliver a message to them. Yeah. No, I mean, I would be totally willing to accept that explanation. I think that um, the the issue is when I when I talk to people like you, and when I say people like you, mm. I, I mean people Fat who people. are not hardline um, <laughs> political ideologues. People who, mm. what's the term? It's not, ride the fence has a negative connotation. What I mean is... Um, so, what did you say? What is it? Uh, people who aren't hardline political ideologues. Um, okay. So people I'm who the are... Next thing, uh... Uh, more iconoclastic oh, in their perspective, people who okay. are broader in their criticisms. Mm -hmm. This I'm not. This isn't an insult. I'm just saying. Like, when, no, I'm not. Uh... Yeah, when I talk to people who are a little more iconoclastic in their political perspectives, I never actually know. It's very difficult for me to see, like, from from my relatively uneducated perspective with regards to your content, what the mm -hmm. outcomes are of what you do. Like, what what is the proportion of your fan base who is affected in this way or that? Um, but I think, I mean, what you just said, that's entirely conceivable. And I do think, by the way, that there is um, uh, uh, um, a lot of power in being able to deliver progressive messages in a medium and through methods that aren't as... Um, progressive. Right. And that's, <laughs> I know that because that's one of the things that I do. Um, I'm pretty progressive, I think, by anyone's measure, but I get a fuck ton of flack from the left online because I say mm. retarded from time to time and I say faggot right. and I'm edgy pro, with the pro jokes. Gamer word. You say pro gamer words. Pro so I am a gamer. I, I mean, this is in, we're in the middle <laughs> of a gamer session right now. Um, no. 
Though I'm trying to say retarded less because my chat gets super mad, but they're fine with faggot. I don't know. I've been trying to say anything at all because I don't know how bad Twitch is. And like, I try to put some of my content on YouTube. You've got to be careful on Twitch. They are very, 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 um, uh, aggressive. Aggressive with that. Um, Anyway, the, the point that I'm trying to make is I think there's a lot of room with regards to like the best possible approach um to, mm-hmm. to be made uh what what's your goal with your what's the term channel page uh that's a good question you know it's funny because like i i that's to go through like a history i started all of my content on this platform march uh 3rd of this year i started on like a, a page called big american gut it was um i did like kind of call out commentary content um, and it got like really mean and I was very unhappy with myself for it. I'm happy. I got shadow banned for it. I'm very happy for that because like, this is the first time I'm 30. Wait, how hard did you go to get shadow banned for it? Uh, like I was making too many criticisms about like overweight women get very upset, uh, when you criticize them. And my criticism was mo- not for their weight. My criticism was that a lot of people pushed this very, uh, unhealthy message of like, it's fine to be fat. Don't worry about your health. None of that matters. And it's like, well, you know, that's, it does matter. Like your weight doesn't necessarily matter, but your health does matter. And they push this really bad message for like forced body positivity rather than saying like, Hey, it's okay to be fat. You're still beautiful. You're still valid, but make sure you worry about your health. And I delivered my message poorly and it became antagonistic. Maybe. I mean, this is the first, <laughs> this, this is like the first time that like I've been in like an internet space, internet, so, so, I don't want to say like celebrity space, but you get caught up in it. So like, I'm happy I got shadow banned on that. And then I made this and I wanted to do more joke content. And then you get wrapped into all the politics. And then like the George Floyd situation happens. And like, you know, you get so wrapped into it. It's all you see. Um, my, what I want to do, I don't know. I just wanted to make jokes. Now I make a lot of political commentary. I try to talk about the right things. Right now I'm just vibing. But I don't know, maybe something, who knows. Uh, I will say that like my content, again, has gotten more progressive. I know what you're talking about, where it gets mean and the message doesn't come across right. Um, because I don't think my, the messages in my videos are necessarily bad. I think they're blunt, but sometimes they go beyond being I don't actually think like you're mean. mean in your videos from what I've seen. Blunt, bluntness comes off as being mean to a lot of young kids. I, I mean, I respect blunt. I think that bluntness yeah. in its own is respectable. I, I just worry about um, like 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 with that, for example, because now I'm kind of mm-hmm. curious, you know. I um I I this isn't like one hundred percent my forte, but when it comes to body positivity, my general mm-hmm. argument is that j- other people, while in a broad societal sense, we should encourage health on an individual level. For sure, yeah. um, yeah, people's health decisions or whatever people's weight is is generally not something we should be policing. But fat people, fat women especially, and I say this as a fairly fat guy, um, get uh <laughs> for, for for us both perhaps get an unbelievable. Well, I'm not fairly shit. fat. Oh, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. Oh, whoa. I'm not fairly We fat. are comrades in gut, okay? Uh, Let big, us big, Amer- join. big American gut, you know. Are, are you gatekeeping the gut <laughs> for me right now? Okay, fine. I'm skinny then. I what have I- to. I have to. You have to identify it the right way. Ah, uh, okay. My apo- All right, I'm sorry. Stolen valor. You're right. My apologies. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but th- I know a large women get, like, a lot of shit. I know yeah. what you're saying. There's, can, um, I, can I critique you on one thing specifically? Yeah, go ahead. Because, so I've only seen, I literally, like, right before we talked, I saw one thing of yours. And it was, there was a conservative who said something about a woman's body count. And then a girl. Okay, yeah, that's a fairly new video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because I just, I scrolled and I saw, because I said, whatever gets the most popular I look at. And and then the girl said, um, well, body count doesn't matter. And then you came in and you talked about that. uh, And you talked about how it does matter in this way or that and the other. Because it it can matter preference-wise. That it can matter. I think I I'm hoping that I was clear right, about but the, the, the the arg the argument the argument that I would make though is that there's a difference between 
the semantic and the pragmatic meanings of a statement. So when mm-hmm. when that girl was saying it doesn't matter, in a mm-hmm. semantic sense, that could be interpreted as her saying it literally has no meaning to anyone in any context, which mm-hmm. is obviously not true. It does matter to many people. But in a practical sense, I think what she was arguing is that there isn't a prescriptive moral value associated with a person's body count. It would be sure, like yeah, if, a, if like a conservative said like, yeah, well, some people just don't want to date black chicks. And then a girl said, well, hey, the race shouldn't matter. And then you mm-hmm. would like criticize that. But you would say that she means that the race shouldn't matter. Well, the, I mean, um, in her perspective, she's saying like race shouldn't matter at all. And it can to some people. Yeah. I understand well, what you're saying. Right. It's, the, like, it's the descriptive and prescriptive. But, yeah. by, but by challenging the, the, de- the descriptive element of what she's saying, you're kind of suggesting not in what you're saying, but maybe to some audience members, that prescriptively mm-hmm. there's an argument to be, to be made as well. Like, oh, descriptively these things are true. So, ah, okay, so slut-shaming is a little bit valid because these things do matter. But the, the, the nuance yeah, sure. between those two, and, and that, it, it would be like, um, it would, it's, it's like, I don't know. I guess, like, maybe if I was in that girl's position, like, I think that it's a fairly noble and defensible cause, like, trying mm-hmm. to prevent slut-shaming against women, but to, but to have, like, the nuance thrown in there rather than, like, you attacking the guy who made the initial comment, it, is, it assigns a set of priorities that I think some people could read meaning into, you know? No, I get what you're saying. I'm actually, you know, I'm really, I'm really listening because, like, I think that overall my content's good, but, like, things like that make sense to me, you know? Because uh, what I take out of that, like, the way I take out of it is if I made that video, I should have been more clear uh, about more of a neutral standpoint rather than seeming, like, I was coming off as like, oh, body count because I don't care. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm disgusting when it comes to sex. Like I'll sleep with a lot. Like I have a very low, not low standards, but you get my point. Like it's not something that I consider shameful um, at all. Body count, I don't care. Um, but I do see how people could take that value from the argument because I didn't actually uh, make it concise enough about my perspective on it. If that makes sense. Right. It's, well, it's just because I, I, I understand that what you're saying is like, hey, maybe don't make it at all because like I'm just pushing like a particular narrative that's very slut shaming or it could be perceived as slut shaming for people. To me, there's no difference between them. That, right. As, from a consequence. You don't think that there's a middle stand? You don't think there was be a way for me to make that video and say, because like she seemed very aggressive about it. And like, I understand that that's the value you're assigning her. Like she was just making like a general point. But like, I also think that like there's a bit of a new age. I think that like, there's a bit of a new age push for nothing to have any um, negatives to it. Cause like when you have a high body count, you're probably going to have a higher chance of an STD. Um, you know, so there's some negative but when, there. But to, if that's, but when people, negative. when people say something or something or the other doesn't matter, you, especially in the context of like a, um, mm-hmm. uh, an, an, an element or an axis of oppression, that's always, in a semantic sense, going to be untrue because everything could conceivably matter to somebody. The prescriptive mm-hmm. statement, though, is generally, or like the, the pragmatic message is, as a mm-hmm. society, we assign too much moral worth to women's virginity or to this right. fact or the other. And sure. I am challenging that social perception by arguing it doesn't matter, it shouldn't matter that much. But much in the same way, and at the beginning of this conversation that you and I have had, we agreed lefties have difficulty um, mm-hmm. organizing around simple messages that they can right. coalesce around. But that's one of them right there. It mm-hmm. should not matter how much sex mm-hmm. you've had. Now, of course, is there nuance to that? Absolutely, certainly, 100%. Right. But I don't think the nuance detracts from the broader prescriptive message. 
my question is, because um, that's a good point. I never thought of it that way. But do you think that anybody else is thinking of it that way? Because like that's a very, very, very formally intelligent um, analysis of the situation. Do you think everybody's assigning that value to the situation in that way when they when I make my message? Everyone, you, you know, you you, you mean like people, is everyone ascribing like a prescriptive? Like, does, does everybody understand that? Like, do you think people understand that that what you because when you you broke down the scenario of what happened and said like what I did could be, uh, you know, seen as like a bad thing? And I'm not saying that's you're wrong. What I'm saying is that do you think everybody else subconsciously looks at it that way, or do you think that that's your view on it? I think the majority of the people who watch your content, judging from what I've seen of it, are probably reasonable mm -hmm. people who enjoy your cadence and intelligence. I think there's mm -hmm. probably a small contingent of and your my audience. Jokes. And your jokes. Oh, yeah, of course. And the, and the, the, the gutbusters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Which, think... by the way, tend to be like, I usually criticize, like, and I, like this is probably like an argument against myself, but usually when I'm making, contesting like the political correctness or overly political correctness, like I like to say, because I think political correctness is a good thing. Um, I usually make jokes out of them, and then that can kind of seen as like a, be seen as like a, a shot at people. Too, but that's most of my overly politically correct. I mean, obviously this one. Well, this wasn't even overly politically correct. But no, no, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I was content. I'll, I mean, honestly, I was. I mean, I guess you could really boil it down to I was like nitpicking in that one. Well, yeah. It, well, yeah, I would, and yeah, I don't yeah, think there's yeah, anything yeah, right. inherently wrong with nitpicking. It's always just about the outcome you know. it, it it begets. I love nitpicking. I do it all the time right, in my yeah. videos. I do think there's probably, and I'm sure you would acknowledge this. There's probably a contingent of your audience who is looking for more material to add to their, you know, libtard epic owned with nuanced facts I and wish. data yeah you know i wish i could be on one of those compilations collage. well one day I, hey listen <laughs> it can happen to any of us one day we can all be added to the cringe cop one day with 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 regards to <laughs> that specifically though I, I i do worry i'm very um can can i go on a, a slight tangent if i may go ahead no okay problem. no problem right now i'm on this uh i do these political arcs i choose subjects or individuals that i despise and I mm -hmm. and I hate them so hard that my channel becomes all about that for a few weeks. Do you hate do you hate people that much? Um, I mean, in a political just, sense, yes. Individually, I don't care about them. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's more. The, I, I have a hard time hating people. The ideas they represent, I should say, I shouldn't okay, be too hyperbolic. Fair. Sure. Right now, I'm being very critical of. You gotta of, be careful. Right. People are gonna take it the wrong way. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just, true. I'm just, well, I'm just busting you. Yeah. Well, with rising, you know, rising the show with Crystal Ball and Sugar and Jetty. Um, it's this, it, it's just a political talk show, but my issue with it is that there are a lot of ideas bantied around on that show. Um, Crystal Ball is ostensibly a leftist and Sauger is a populist conservative and, um, they talk and they talk and a lot of the ideas that get brought up are fairly agreeable, at least to me. They talk about how corporations need to be reined in, how we need like a populist working class movement in this country to address these systemic issues, blah, blah. But um, one of the consequences of their, um, of their engagement is that a small portion of the audience is going to be directed towards a great degree of sympathy for, at least in my opinion, fascism. And the nuance behind this, I've done like videos and talked about for hours and hours. But the basic gist is that if there's a small contingent of your audience that is at risk of pulling like a very detrimental message from your content, that is something mm -hmm. that I would consider like worthy of, 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 of criticism. And without knowing sure. more about you or what you do, I can't levy that at you, only that that would be like a threshold for introspection, I would say, you know? I get what you're saying. But don't you think, like, I mean, realistically speaking, and I understand the idea of not, like, stoking the flames and making them any more, 
uh, toxic in you know their conservative sense. Mm-hmm. But like, aren't those those people are going to exist regardless? And they are latching on to me. What I would say is that these are these some of these conservatives that are they can be. I don't think they're bad people, but maybe they just you know aren't. Uh, they don't have the best perspective. <clears throat> I would say that by them latching on to me and consuming my message, if anything, I'm softening them up and I'm humanizing them. Like they're still people, even if, and I don't think that they're really terrible. Like, I don't think I have any neo-Nazis. I mean, maybe, who knows? But yeah, like, they, I would hey, imagine- these, They're everywhere these days. We yeah, have right. a couple I, I would say they life. either, they're going to exist regardless or they're going to consume my message and they're going to start to shift towards like a more empathetic place. Yeah, I'm that's, just, t- that's uh, 100% you know? possible. Yeah, you don't, because I don't think you come off as particularly- um, mean in the things that you say or the things that you do uh, if i did i'd be banned uh, honestly because like these uh, people see me some people try to make the argument like i'm a predator i don't know the rules of okay wait i'm sorry my chat is literally not fucking stop talking about this um they're criticizing your the pussy stretch with sex thing so just to clarify oh, just, be, oh, well, just me, because me, they're really me, mad let and let I'm... me clarify it let me be my own critic all right all right i know somebody had made a point about it and they're like you know um the the vagina i don't want to be so crude with respect to women uh the vagina doesn't actually stretch uh from multiple like a lot of intercourse it's more about like the size of it um and like i got i was missing on that i think i was piggybacking too much of like the birth aspect because she had mentioned birth not stretching it does stretch it a little bit i mean it stretches it out a little bit. it weakens the muscles in there but no like i mean you could say papa miss on that one sure yeah, yeah. I, I did well oh i know i know birth definitely stretches i know that's definitely yeah right i and think, I, think that, I, I rallied too much around that point and then i applied it too much to like the stretching of multiple sex encounters when like no of course not i think because then that by logic if i fuck the same girl every day four times a day like she's a whore in the same sense of you fucking a right person. well that's the that's yeah. the joke right because they'll be but they'll my be penis like, is small so how would i know that yep yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. this is listen we're all um kings here today um yeah my because that's the meme right it's like that girl goes to the club she's fucked like 40 dudes that pussy must be gaped but then that's 40 dudes that's 40 times having sex you can get that shit done in fucking a month it was probably it was probably bad sex because like the first time in my experience always the worst with somebody yeah you and you come faster the the first time usually in my experience Um, at least um, yeah, no, I think I think I kind of overly emphasize on that. I mean, the other part of like increased I, of STDs, like you're, there's some more, there's a higher chance of having STDs when you have different partners. I understand you could use like uh, condoms and whatnot, but you know who does? Yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm, but there there is a difference between criticizing somebody for mm-hmm. something and criticizing somebody for something which is correlative with mm-hmm. that thing. So somebody could say at the same time, it does matter when people. Um, have STIs, obviously, that would certainly matter to me, but it still mm-hmm. doesn't matter how many sexual partners they had in the past because while there may be a correlative factor, it's entirely possible for a person to have a very high count and not... Um, well, no, it'll be a valid person, I mean, I think is what you're coming down to. Like, they're not invalid for having multiple sex partners or high enough. Well, many partners. people do believe that, that there's and, an uh, inherent you know moral you know failing. For, sure, no, yeah. I, I, I agree. And you know what part of the problem is with that video, too? It's probably because... Um, might come up from a perspective where like i don't actually care about your body count so without i mean i didn't relay that message probably uh because like it's just basic fucking knowledge to me but like again no i understand what you're saying without representing that side like i could have made the same video in a way in a better way or not made it at all but i could have made the same video in a way uh that would brought context rather than like some kind of like a demonization unintentionally but i understand what you're saying because i didn't bring that up at all because i make i make critical videos and like i'll do it in the right way where i'm like i understand your point but this is a thing too 
but I didn't do it in this one like I should have. I'm not a pussy scientist. I'm just an enthusiastic amateur, so I don't sure this. Yeah, but with with, with this is. I think th I think this might actually hit kind of on the crux of what I'm interested in talking about for the most part. Um, mm -hmm. At least this time, I'm happy to talk with you in the future if you'd like. Yeah, to. no, great. We, um, I still want to talk about. I, I actually not to derail you, but I do how to have like a conversation one day about how to end systemic racism. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to. For sure. You know, I, I had. Sure. Do you? Did you? Do you know what I was doing forty eight hours ago? By chance, um, masturbating. I don't know. Um, in a, in a sense, in reality, I was, um, I, I was debating, um, I was doing a duo debate, um, with, it was very big, it was the biggest my channels yet had, at least, 30,000 mm -hmm. people watching, um, in total, it was Destiny and myself, I don't know if you know who Destiny is, he's a- Yeah, I've seen, I've seen his content, one of the people on TikTok, they, they plug you and Destiny, like, uh, religiously. Uh, we, yeah, we do channel. comparable stuff, at least politically. Um, mm -hmm. but it was him and I debating two Nazis, like full on, like, you know, they could be wearing the armbands Nazis. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we were, uh, we were talking about that and uh, about racism, race and crime. And of course they have a lot of very interesting perspectives on race and crime. Um, right. and <laughs> these are people I can't really have a conversation about when it comes to addressing systemic racism because they think systemic racism is good. Uh, and, and <laughs> so it's very I difficult. I don't mean to laugh, but it's like, it, I mean, and to their credit, at least they're acknowledging its existence. Uh, you know. Well, that was the I thing. Suppose. First they said it didn't exist, but then later they conceded uh -huh. that it existed, but it's actually good that it exists. It was, it was a wild ride, you know? Would we, you consider that progress? <laughs> for the debate? Maybe. I mean, they conceded yeah, like just the point. Their, yeah, yeah. They, they're like, okay, it exists. Now are we racist or not? Because a lot of times when I boil it down very simply, like I elevator pitch systemic racism, like, do you think that black people and white people are equal? And everybody's like, yeah, I do. I say, like, so tell me why uh, these factors exist. And they're like, oh, that's a good point. You know, that's how I elevator pitch. Nobody's ever gotten like, no, uh, they're not equal. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, I but believe. nobody says that. No, but a right. lot of people, think, a lot of people won't. Because the thing is, and this, right. maybe you can make an argument that this is, a, this is an argument against political correctness. A lot of racists are too afraid to say anything or ask questions in public because they know what the social consequences can be. Like, right. for example, if a person who legitimately, a person could legitimately be asking this, they could say, how are black people doing so poorly in our society? Like, haven't we given them handouts and affirmative action and stuff? I mean, is there something else going on there? If they said that, like in any civil, I think circle, that sounds almost be excised shit on. And that's like an that's like an, and I use ignorant not in a negative way, just like a lack of understanding. That's like ignorant in a way where it's like, hey, can you just educate me? And that's a lot of the problem because young kids don't get it. Neither on either side, no kid gets it, and it really pisses me off. Pisses me off because you have the young kid, young conservative who doesn't really get it, and they are open to being like uh, educated, and then the young. Uh, progressive who doesn't get it but they heard the talking points so they're ready to shit on you and nobody's really interested in like actually having a conversation it just continues that polarization. Well, and, it, and it can be like we'll just double down because if yeah. you've if you've sure, yeah. been active on the internet you know you can make some like well black people and white people are equal and then somebody will come up to you with like a copy pasted list of fbi crime statistics ready you to be one of you the, with uh, some um actually yeah, one of the one of those deep info hits. I think, like, ultimately, and I would argue that kid who is ignorant about like crime and such, I would argue that that kid is a racist. I don't think you think so. When I when I say racist, I'm not saying that I'm not making a moral prescription. Like, uh, like this person has failed yeah. like inherently. I'm just saying like their thought processes have led them towards a point where they're passively enabling racist thought. And I, um, I get that, but I, I would say that's racially ignorant only because that thought process by itself on a micro level, individual effort doesn't really 
um, oppress anybody in any sense. It doesn't uh, or degrade anybody. It's just that, ignorant. But again, we, we're just kind of arguing semantics. But I understand exactly what you're true, saying. True that I we know with of, you. But then it yeah, then it goes yeah. further because these people who have kind of like some internally racist thoughts, but like it's not malice. It's just like they don't really know. Well, the, yeah, what they'll sure. then go on to do is many of these people have fairly conservative social positions, like about say mm. for example welfare, the welfare state, <clears throat> individual responsibility, in, uh, investment in civic projects, infrastructural development, stuff like mm. that. And then these people who are in many cases Republican, will go ahead with no active, malicious, racially oriented thought in their mind um, mm -hmm. to vote for people who will support policies that then enable the same social conditions that led to them believing things that are racist to begin with. But and at that point, we have an entire Ouroboros, a circle of mm -hmm. racism being perpetuated through not a, not a drop of malice. And the only mm -hmm. thing that one can do in that cycle at some point is to cut it off at a limb and say, nope, fuck it. We're challenging this. I We're get stopping what you're it saying. here. And sometimes they, that makes people uh, uncomfortable. But as long as it's done sure. well, I think it's just. I would say the only reason like with your with the, the hypothetical you proposed, when you say they vote for like these particular policies, do you think they're voting for those policies or do you think they're voting for something entirely else? And that those policies are roped into it. And not to be like a, a Trump apologist or rather a supporter apologist, but I think most people voted for him in 2016, um, at least the people I know in my circle, because he was the only one talking about the solution uh, to, um, you know, the middle class uh, being drained and wages driving down. And they were like, I want somebody who can do something, even if he didn't do it well or very well. Uh, that's what they're voting for. They're voting for the the empowerment of the middle class, and they think that he can bring it. The other policies they don't care about because it's not in their bubble. I I just don't you know get, if that's what the, people voted I, for I, Trump for. I think a lot I of them just like wanted to return to white power in this country. I think that a lot of people. Honestly, I just I have no sympathy. Like, everything that Trump signaled, his racism, his 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 bigotry, everything. First, like, oh yeah, the he, the Mexican. All, I all I remember was like grab her by the pussies, <laughs> like it's you know, and then also like hey. They're bringing over bad people, and it seemed like a lot of that was really directed towards uh, gang members. Nah, he would no, he was hardcore going like anti-immigrant, like xenophobic populism with Muslims. Towards, and Mexicans. well, towards yeah, no, no, no but Muslims, even during yeah. the even like during the primaries, like before they even selected Trump amongst all the Republican candidates, he was talking mm -hmm. about committing war crimes, how he was going to bring back waterboarding and worse. He was going to kill the families of terrorists. He was going to bomb the shit out of them. Like you don't this, think we should kill the families of terrorists? I would hope not. I mean, oh well, I guess that you know what's if funny not about terrorists. That, that, no, 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 no. That's see, that's so funny. Honestly, I just nayed myself because uh, that's a good point. Because when you say families of terrorists, your first thoughts like terrorists, but that I, doesn't mean that they're terrorists. Terrorists like, are usually like young men. It's usually yeah, their yeah, parents right. are just trying but to they're, live. Sure, yeah, no, but like your first thought is like, oh, they're also terrorists, but they're not. Uh, it's like an, that's like an ignorant thought that I just went to. Unintentionally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, I mean, no, if the yeah. family members are terrorists too, sure. But otherwise, the, right, the right, point no, the point yeah. I'm getting is that no, Trump signaled saying, yeah. so much shit before he was elected. I have no. And what did he say to promise to the middle class that he was going to bring back jobs? Idiotic. I know the average yeah, American right. isn't particularly educated on how the modern like geopolitical economy works, but the idea that we could restore the middle class by bringing back fucking Rust Belt jobs was mm -hmm. a pipe dream to begin well no with. I'm, that's what i was saying it's like well that's the thing is you also have to speak to the like the ignorance of the people that they're voting like they don't understand like what the problem is now i don't think that many people did i don't think it was very popular the understanding of why jobs were, were, were being lost even now nowadays. trump has a 90 percent approval rating amongst republicans and he's an open fascist <laughs> at this point i don't think, think so. these Maybe. people were just I, duped I do, 
I do think that some people at this point, they find it like a war on political correctness. Like they don't, they're just kind of like excusing it because they think that most of the shit against him is wrong or some kind of conspiracy. And like for every 10 times the, the progressive media is right, there's like one time where they, they try to fuck up and they force a particular narrative. Yeah, but what we're, this war on political correctness is largely like an internet phenomenon, but it's being used to justify the support of a literal fascist who is trying to mm -hmm. undermine our democratic processes. Do you... Who, what's, well, my thing is, is like, cause we have two choices. So like, what's the solution? Cause we got fucking Biden. Yeah. I'm, and, oh, uh, I'm riding. I'm hella riding. Yeah. Are you into Biden? Yeah. Yeah. Gotta is vote it, for what's, the best what's candidate. Good, what's good about it? Like, I'm not saying that he's worse than Trump. I just, what's good about it? Cause from my perspective and this, and like, I like to, when I talk to people, I like to propose that, like, I know I speak well, but I'm like, generally like I'm the ignorant white guy who like knows a little better. So I don't quite understand the appeal because for me, Biden just seems like he really is having difficulty constructing a sentence. I haven't seen any policy from him that I like to rally around. So like, what is it about? Because my perspective is, hey, what if we did Trump for another four years? And then historically speaking, a Democrat's going to win the next election, like guaranteed. Because like, you know, usually neither party wins three times in a row. So we're guaranteed a Democrat after Trump's over. We use four more years to him. We get somebody else. Uh, hopefully there's no more old people running. Maybe we can get somebody like, I don't know, Buttigieg or, or Andrew Yang. Probably not Yang, but you get my point. So for me, it's like, why not just wait it out? Because I don't understand the sphere. Like, I don't really, I'm not really affected by him because I'm a white guy. So like, what's the, what's the appeal to Biden? We've all been, I mean, COVID-19 is being, going to ravage our country in large part because of Trump. Trump admitted to a crime against humanity in his rally in Tulsa that he scaled back testing because it made his administration look bad to find out how many people actually had it. We can't do contract, uh, contact tracing, one of the most important forms of pandemic prevention, because Trump wanted to save his own ego. Um, and that's going to hurt our economy, too. I mean, this affects all of us. But if we're talking about, like, preferentiality for Biden, for me, I'm an anarchist. Every candidate is going to be a concession. Even Bernie Sanders is still a statesman. Um, there is no who is good or bad. There's only who is better or worse. And with regards mm -hmm. to who is better or worse, Biden beats out Trump in almost every conceivable metric. Um, mm -hmm. Biden does have like a fairly progressive platform, at least compared to previous Democratic candidates, and he's acquiesced pretty significantly to many of the demands that AOC, Bernie Sanders, and other Justice Dems have made. Uh, it is true that he is a worthless, doddering old dipshit who is only following popular political trends, but that's Trump too. <laughs> Trump's just following a sure, worse yeah. crowd. Um, I think that Biden will be easy to bully and manipulate and extort over the next four years. I think he's weak and malleable, and that'll That's make fair. it relatively easy for the more aggressive, younger um, Justice Dem types uh, to to win out over him and maybe extract greater social concessions. That's my hope. I, I do look forward to bullying Biden. It looks like he's going to win. Um, you think so? From from current polling, yeah, he's ahead like massively in in twelve out of the fourteen swing states. Oh, and all he did was just not talk for like six months. Trump's doing pretty poorly. I mean, no, I mean like Trump just Trump won't shut the fuck up. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, you know, he just won't stop talking. You know, well, uh, well, because he's an egomaniac. I don't think Joe yeah, Biden's right. an egomaniac. I think that Joe Biden's just kind of like a senile idiot. I guess. I mean, not an sure, idiot. Yeah. Like a, I don't know. He, I, think to, to his credit, he was like he has quite like a decent career. Like he, you know. He just seems like a little... Yeah, he's a he's folksy a little, weirdo. He's just He's like a 70-year-old grandpa that's a little bit kind of racist, but like not intentionally. He just doesn't get it. Right. And that I think I that's a critical that. distinction as well. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I don't like the, the... Discussing this in full would probably be pretty extensive, but like Trump has mm -hmm. pandered pretty hard to like the far right. Like not just conservatives, but the far mm -hmm. right. 
especially mm-hmm. recently a lot and a lot with the imagery and the language that he's used being like out of a fascist playbook i mean you literally are just stamping american flags on like examples of fascism a through l um with, with that in mind to me it's a, it's an existential threat um this country will die um in the cradle of his second presidency if he's allowed to win again you think that you think that bad huh well maybe not i mean i'm rich and white so maybe are I'll you rich it. I, at this point, yeah. Thank, hey, thanks all my hey, viewers. Hey, good for you, man. Yeah. Um, good for you, man. I respect the right. I, I respect it. But like, how, are you a capitalist? Because if not, give all your money back. Hey, listen, we're working on it. Okay, I'm building a, an apparatus to redistribute the means of production. Are you? Are you? Are you? Uh, are you communist? Communist? The fuck's the matter with me? Are I'm you, a communist. Yeah. I meant to ask if you're capitalist. Oh or no, like, no, rather, no, no, your, no! I want to seize the means of production. Yeah. What's what's your what's your view? Like, what's your what does it mean for you to be a communist? Because I would say I'm a capitalist, but I also think that we're labeling each other without having like a deeper understanding of how we would run things, yeah. ideally, in our magic world yeah. where neither of us know. So my general argument is that I don't like hierarchy very much. I'm a very, very big fan of freedom, um, uh, mm-hmm. freedom and individual autonomy. I don't like the idea of people spending their lives in the service of greater system without any say over that system. So mm-hmm. to my mind, there are two very fundamental problems or obstacles with our system that inhibit our ability to live free and just lives. The first of Mm -hmm. which is the existence of a market economy, which necessarily commodifies things such to the extent that men's lives must be lived on the dollar. And the second Mm -hmm. would be the um, private ownership of the means of production, i.e. certain things are owned by certain numbers of people, which allows them to take control of certain economic and governmental systems and wield mm-hmm. them to the betterment of their interests and not to the interests of others. My goal, is there oh, some sorry. kind of class? Sorry. Is there some kind of class structure uh, in your, in your utopia? Ideally. Uh, I mean, ideally no, but I recognize mm-hmm. that when it comes to theory baiting here, when we're talking about like lofty ideals, like communism and anarchism, um, the, the theory is, always quite a bit simpler i mean if we take a look at the difference between what adam smith wrote in wealth of nations and compare it to capitalism today i i recognize there's always going to be a little bit of um ambiguity and nuance when it comes to transposing that system into reality right now today i recognize Mm -hmm. that the world isn't ready for these ideas i don't think we're materially capable of achieving them so i'm interested Mm -hmm. in bolstering the power and autonomy of the working class so they can be empowered Mm -hmm. to democratically push for policies that will lead us in that direction. That's my current goal, I think. That makes sense. Because for me, I like the I like the structure of capitalism in the sense that I think that if you contribute more to society, you should have better things. Um, with the understanding that we have we have like a we don't have we have a dog shit floor. Like people, you know, with the understanding that we have a better quality of life for our poor people. Um and like fewer poor people or less poor poor people and less rich, rich people, if that makes any sense. Some form of welfare, because I'm all about UBI. Like I love wealth redistribution in the sense of like giving people like a leg up to like, uh, you know, push for their own opportunity. Um, And like also offsetting technologies, which I think are uh, driving down wages and absolutely displacing jobs. But I like the, I like the fundamentals of like, hey, if you contribute more, you should get more. Obviously there's an issue with like people who solely exist to generate more money and like, you know, like in the, like the stock market, which what do you mean by contribute more? All right, so I'm not talking about like rich people who like just continues to play the, the stock market. I'm talking about like doctors. They have a higher contribution. It's more difficult to become a doctor. It takes more skill. So you should live more comfortably if you're a doctor. Can I sell you or on somebody? Something? What's that? Do you so you're of the opinion then mm-hmm. that 
ownership of a thing is not necessarily, in a meritocratic sense, worthy of a tremendously disproportionate compensation. When you refer to merit, you're talking about the engineer, the doctor, the electrician, these people. Yes, who, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. The people who, who like have a, 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 a job that uh, takes training and is difficult to get to that point. Could and I sell that, you then yeah. on the abolition of the private ownership of the means of production? I don't know. You know what? Maybe not tonight, because it's probably a long conversation. Because it might also come from a perspective of like, what's the best course forward now? In the sense that I think we have a very, we a lot of people nowadays have like a very instant gratification perspective where it's like we need to do this exactly, and it's like yeah, that's probably a great idea, but like you're not going to get there yet. And so like I focus very much on like if I I think that if by the time I'm dead, if I could somehow get a universal basic income, um, universal healthcare implemented, and that would be enough progress for the next generation to like take the step forward and like to start to to change things further because i am acknowledgement i'm in acknowledgement that like as i get older i'm gonna get maybe a little more progressive but i'm basically gonna become more and more conservative as everything shifts and i will be outdated in 30 years but my ideas right now make sense for the time where like my ancestors will be the ones to continuously perpetuate that progress but i'm very much in the now you don't you know what i'm saying no ab- no, no no absolutely yeah, yeah. and i just try to inexorably will yeah. we'll be pushed right relative to the general dialogue at least yeah. relatively speaking because people tend to be getting and we like to jump forward like we should do all these things like those are good ideas but like let's take it a step let's take a nice step forward feel it out and then take another step forward can i ask you like one question we should we should probably cut soon anyway because i know yeah, yeah, that yeah, i would i would ideally like it if the TikTok Zoomers could appreciate our convo, and I know that anything longer than one hour is probably going to be unpalatable. I mean, anything longer than like 15 seconds is too much. If I'll you, break if it. You cut your, the video, cut the video into just 400 segments. Seconds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They'll consume it. <laughs> oh. Um, are you, um, are you a, um, do you know much about worker cooperatives by chance? I know a little bit about like worker co ops. I know a little bit. Like they basically, they work for a particular, well, they, you know, they own their business, I guess, all together, and they all take like a, a, a bit of the, a bit of the company as their pay. I think I'm dumbing it down too much, but that's my understanding of it, basically. Yeah, my my I guess my general argument would be, and I'm happy to talk about this sometime in the future. My general argument is we have a lot of, while right now our money doesn't really go to the people who deserve it the most, a lot of it goes sure. through inheritance, through capital mm-hmm. gains, ta- you know, capital acquisition, that kind of stuff. But in Absolutely. a social sense, the social acumen we award people, I think is actually fairly indicative of the merit. When there's like a local baker who consistently makes phenomenal bread and they always serve it with a smile, people love that man yeah. or woman or whatever. And that's what, I, that's doctors, what I'm talking about. Right, yeah. the do- right, the doctors, the what have you. I say, and this would be my general argument, that worker cooperatives, when workplace is owned collectively by everyone who works there whether that's a hospital or a bakery these mm-hmm. systems are better at proportioning um income towards social acumen than traditionally owned firms are which are oriented around an incentive structure that has essentially nothing to do with social appreciation which is of course why teachers are paid what they are um you know and, sure yeah. right and such and such um but anyway that's a Definitely a conversation for a different time. No, I, I agree. You know, every time there's a, a budget increase, we get a new iPad instead of just pay our teachers more. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They bring like consultant uh, in or somebody to do fucking yeah, yoga. Right, yeah, like an administrative seminars, person that yeah. does almost nothing for the the value uh, of the, like the, the teacher uh, or the student to increase the experience. Yeah. 
I uh, really appreciate you coming here to speak with me. Are you cutting me off? I uh, oh I thought oh I thought we were agreeing on the hour format. I didn't realize. Oh, I'm fine. No, I'm fine with being done. No, I'm fine. I just no. Didn't know we were okay. Whoa, I didn't, didn't realize. I'll, we can do two. I'll, okay. I'll I'll go to twelve. I'll go, well, I don't know what time it is. I'll do like another twenty minutes, and then I got I'm gonna stream like World of Warcraft or something. Oh I'm fuck yeah! Wait, wait wait wait. Are you playing classic or are you doing? No no. Don't shame me. I I used to love classic. I just don't have the time for it. I work forty hours. I do take. I do. I stream for like you know another. You know, I guess I could stream classic, but I usually try to play with my fans. They love Valorant. And like Minecraft. So oh, okay, well, I'm, I used to I be really, really good at World of Warcraft. So I'm just—I yeah. haven't played Burning Crusade was my thing. Uh, I'm just prepping for the next X pack, so you know I'm releveling all the tanks. Right, but if you want to that, play, getting ready for Sylvanas, the fucking raid yeah, boss, no, only for her to I escape like about... and then be the raid boss for <laughs> uh, the next. That's yeah, no, you're probably. I like the idea of like the mythic pluses because it's competitive dungeons that you can continuously play. It's like almost like speedrunning for World of Warcraft, and I think it's kind of cool, and I want to get back into it because I used to like it a lot in last expansion. So I'm ready, getting ready for next uh, the X pack, next X pack rather. Yeah, um, so you know, if you want to play, I'm just gonna say I'll give you. My I can't. Attitude. I don't. I can't. I can't do it. Right. I don't have time. It doesn't take that long to level anymore. Just letting you know the new. You know, just letting you know. No, throwing it out there. I'm I'm in it for the hardcore <laughs> rating. That's guaranteed 15 hours that, a week yeah. minimum. Uh-huh. Maybe. You know? I mean, Mythic mythic rating isn't that bad. It's not as bad as it used to be. And people walk through Molten Core now in Classic in like an hour because it's... Back then it was hard. Now it's just like so dumbed down. It makes it less fun because the game is so meta that like if you don't follow... The, everything is structured for you. You know, everything that's perfect. We can't We can't get started. This is a... We're, yeah, no, yeah. This is, I, I am more passionate about this than I am any political situation. <laughs> um, yeah. I am well after I usually after I drop the 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 socialism pill I'm I'm usually pretty pretty spent. Do you have um were there any things in particular that you wanted to hit on? No, I don't think we have enough time for anything big now. I think that like I would love cuz I when I, when I when you I, when you reached out to me, which I really appreciate by the way. Yeah. I was like, "Okay, I figured you'd ask me what you want to talk about cuz you asked Nick videos. We could talk about that for a minute if you want." Um, but I was like, "Oh, you know, maybe he'll ask like I was like, how can we end systemic racism?" Cuz I think that there's like a lot to talk about there. And there's like there's probably two very close perspectives. Just in my perspective, is probably just like I mean I'm a simple man, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that would have been a great conversation because people are always just jerking each other off over like how bad something is, what's the issue here, here, and here, and like nobody wants to talk about um, like the, the the solution. Like there's so many people that say systemic racism doesn't exist, but there's a class issue. So it's like okay, we agree on enough to like push forward with a solution, and we're not talking about it enough, you know. I guess I, in my experience, the people who say that it's all a class issue then also don't give a fuck about class issues. Are you I've, are you talking shit about Ben Shapiro? Right? I have never met a person who said, "Well, actually, systemic racism doesn't exist." These are very clearly delineated class issues. But have you met Ben around, Shapiro? And then and then they go on to say, "And we should invest <laughs> heavily in these underprivileged." I have never met somebody do that. They just say, "Oh, it's class right, issue," yeah. and then internally, what the viewer is supposed to go is, "Oh, a class issue." So they're lazy, right. and then I, they ignore I get it. What you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wait, can we wait? Can we can we talk about Nick? I hope he doesn't mind like us like talking. Yeah, about he's him an okay. Like. He's an okay guy. I'll talk about Nick. He's a fun guy. He's trying to get out of politics, but I think he gets a bad rap. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, yeah, what happened there? Because I've saw so I've I saw a lot of his TikToks preparing. He bailed to on you, no? Know? He he did, but Not bailed, but like in a nicer way. Like right, right. He, yeah, he respectfully. I think it's genuine. I I don't think he he was left me on way. Yeah, I don't think he was running away. I think that Nick gets a lot of shit. He's a young kid too. He gets so much crap for saying like the wrong thing. And I think he's has a, he's like the victim of like a younger or not even younger, but like the idea that like he, he identifies as conservative instead of allowing 
his uh, oh i'm so sorry guys set. guys nick videos the formerly conservative tiktok star not he's nick still fuentes, conservative the... he just doesn't he just doesn't like uh Trump. okay conservative not nick fuentes the neo-nazi classic liberal on the live okay yeah there we go all right just clarifying guys other <laughs> um i think what the hell was i saying oh i think that like he falls victim to the idea of, like uh, forcefully identifying as conservative rather than letting his like rules or moral set drive him towards a particular part of the spectrum and he was like doubling down so hard on trump and getting blasted so much and then he hung out with like some dude on tiktok and he's like i don't like trump anymore and i want to make less political content and then he made some weird weird videos and they kind of just stopped what were the weird videos I don't know. He had one where I don't know the, the drama. There was something about a while back where he was like sexually harassing women. I don't know that it was sexually harassing or if it was just like a 17 year old boy saying, hey, what's up? Uh, and then like not taking a hint. I don't know. I don't mean to be like a rape apologist because I absolutely am not. No, that's um, okay. I think some, we can. I think we can all agree. Anyone who's engaged yeah, in yeah. any form of sexual harassment should never have a platform. Yeah, again. no. Right. But I don't think that's was his intention. I think that he was just not picking up on the signal. Uh, but then he made a video the other day that was like trying to make like a funny joke about a girl coming out of a pool slowly with their bathing suit. I'm like Nick, poor form. Okay, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I was, I was, I was joking. I was fine. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, I do, I do think that when, you, especially when you're young and you're always online, um, it's virtually impossible oh, yeah. to navigate that space without eventually doing something like stupid that gets a bunch of eyes on you. I think that's, <laughs> it's basically an inevitability. The internet is really fucking cruel to young. It's people. a trap for kids. It's a trap for kids. They get really like they don't get it. Like if I swear, if I, if this was around when I was 17, I'd be done. I'd be over. Like I wouldn't. I would just. It would never work out. I was so stupid. Oh, I could I not would, deal with what yeah, I deal with no, today if I was just a little bit younger. Oh, every so I need every ounce of wizened fortitude that my old 26-year-old body currently <laughs> has in order to survive the shit that I, See, um, I get. Yeah, right. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm like a late bloomer. I feel like I would have been like this decimated. So I'm lucky with that and that perspective. I feel bad for Nick. He did. We had a little bit of drama. He blocked me for a while because I asked him why his duets were off. And like three times, then he blocked me. He's like, people make fun of me and call me gay with Lance. And I'm like, who cares? I wish people would say I was gay. I don't care. Who cares? Lance call you gay. I don't know. It's Nick. I, I, I feel it's Nick not. So Nick's not gay. I don't think he's gay. Okay. <laughs> Did you think he was? I listen. I the YouTube is a very different <laughs> space. A lot of the people who come for me say a lot of weird stuff about my sexuality. And I feel like they're projecting. So I, I heard just, that you might be gay. No, not like a criticism. Oh, I, yeah, I'm pan, no, 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 yeah, I fuck dudes too. Okay, well, fucking dudes doesn't mean that you're necessarily gay. True. He gets it. He gets it. I would say, I would say though that like I wish we just kept it at gay. No lesbian, no bisexual. I, I'm a little gay. That's what I wish. Like it's a binary, gay. like you're either. Yeah, like it's just like, and then it would make things. Like, are simpler. you straight or are you gay or are you just like a little gay? And I would just say, like, yeah, I'm a little gay. Like I, I like to, I enjoy like a femboy. People um, people criticize you for that, but the funny thing is, a lot of LGBT people agree. They just won't admit it because they'll say, yeah. "Oh, that's so gay. How gay are they? Oh, how gay is this meetup going to yeah, be? Is this going to be a gay. gay party?" But they don't mean gay. They mean everything under the umbrella, and you're using yeah. it in that way. So I would say that while you may not be gay linguistically, you are affecting uh, uh, gayness yeah, no. right now. I would say I'm a little gay though, because like, I, I like enjoy like I enjoy femininity in gen more than anything else. I uh, so like you know I've been into like I, I mean I haven't really uh done too much intercourse with any man but like i would be into it with like a feminine man you know or like a trans woman and i don't mean to call trans um, i don't think that trans women are invalid i think that they're women but if you have a penis it is a little gay for me 
Yeah, okay. well, you, I, I would, you, I would argue you, that having having sex with a trans woman is straight, but it requires a different understanding of straightness, I think, than many for, people have been led to. Than many people, have been I would say on. that that is a perspective of younger people. And for me, he's like, I'm not disagreeing with you. As time goes on, like it'll shift what is and isn't gay. Right now, for my generation, it's a little gay to be attracted to a woman with a penis. And I say woman as a 100% valid woman, woman with a penis. Like right, I'm not, well, right. It's you know the, what I'm saying? You know, of course, it's the well, the reason why pe some people in my chat don't understand what you're saying is because they don't recognize the difference it. between pre- Well, no, they don't recognize oh, the difference between pre-scripting. Because, di because here are two completely true statements. Mm -hmm. Trans women are women, but yeah, also sure. for, many, for many people in this country, for many generations, large contingent, absolutely believe that there is something a little bit gay about having sex with a trans woman. I think so. Both with of a those penis. things can be without a, Without a penis, with like the surgery, whatever. But I also don't see gay as like a weird label. Like I just, I find it as like a label that doesn't matter other than to classify who you want to have sex with. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter. Oh, is it a little gay if that's with a trans woman? Like who cares? Do like you maybe, uh, but does it matter? Do you know I who ContraPoints is? Do you have a counterpoint? Do you, do you know who ContraPoints is? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, um, she's an aesthetician who did an entire like seminal thesis on uh, the uh, uh, consistency of uh, girl dick on YouTube. It's actually pretty phenomenal watching. What does that mean? The consistency of you, girl oh, dick? Well, the the, the mouthfeel is the academic term. Uh, anyway, you should you should watch it sometime. It's a very entertaining video. I'm actually Maybe surprised. ContraPoints is probably the biggest independent left-leaning content creator on YouTube. Do you just not get much into the YouTube politics sphere? I don't. I this this right now is. Uh, all apologies. Like I, I started TikTok to just do. Like I started TikTok because my girlfriends told me to download it, and then I got into it, and then like, eh. and then like I just started making content, and like this is the, the all the politics I've ever done. Like I did a little bit of politics in like 2016, like a couple of videos, and like, eh, I'm not into it. And then this is it. So I'm not like educated on any other content creators. I don't sit down and consume anybody else. My favorite creators like H3H3 and I haven't watched them in like a year. So like that's oh, where shit. I'm coming from. Okay, that's yeah. the best. That's the healthiest possible mindset you yeah. could ever have. Fuck YouTube. Fuck YouTube <laughs> politics. Actually, Sometimes we just... Sometimes I know about like Tati. I know what's going on with Tati because my girlfriend loves Tati. It just got made a Love. little bit better because some prominent Nazis got banned off YouTube. So I'm a little bit happy about Did that. Um, <laughs> well, that sucks. We need to, we need to value their perspective. Whoa. Uh-oh. That can be a, that can be another subject of discussion. <laughs> I, I was, I was being sarcastic. Okay, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, 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 I do yeah, think yeah. there's an argument for the idea <laughs> that right now a bunch of megacorps completely dictate the terms of conversation for people. I do think that's sure, really yeah. fucked. But, um, but yeah, I there's... think that there's like systemic. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like basically, I think that some people wouldn't be so far right if we didn't have such a polarizing system. And like we are pushing people towards the right just by not really like because some people are just like, hey, I'm a little ignorant. Can we have a conversation? Like, no, you're a Nazi. And then I feel like some people get angry. And they just like double down and they just start to like draw more and more right. Sometimes yeah, that, more and more left too. I would say my, more like I, That yeah. was my fucking argument getting into this. Because if you're like yeah. a 15 year old dipshit fucking white boy in high school, uh -huh. okay? And you go, come on, 15 year old. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. You're going to say, like, and, I'm rallying the 15-year-old into being... No, 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 no. No, you're, you're taking it too negative, my friend. I am agreeing with you in every sense. No, yeah. Because I would say that the, the progressive does that just as much as me. The difference no, is I'm trying to give the boy a chance. No, but. no, no. But not even you. With When you're this fucking kid and you go online, mm -hmm. inevitably you have to take a camp. Everyone has... If you get involved in politics, there are always camps, you know. Sure, uh, yeah. That's just how the world works. Some people are more iconoclastic, but there are always camps. And then you get online and two sides approach you. You've got the progressives and you've got the conservatives. And the conservatives mm -hmm. come to you and they're like, 
Hey, dude, you're fucking based, epic, and poggers. You're looking great. Hey, did you know <laughs> you, uh, you, are the, I... you are the victim of discrimination? Oh there are people who dislike you for being white. They're misguided. Yeah. We and have you, facts. And you can see a little bit of it, too, from the progressives, and even logic, if it's over-exaggerated. We have facts and logic on our side. Mm-hmm. And if you come to us, you will never have to change how you are. There will be a constant parade for your superiority over the people who disagree with you. And then this kid, after that gets approached by the progressives and the progressives are like, um, you have a lot of work to do, bud. And you're you've gross. got a lot of work to do, buddy. Okay. <laughs> so first of all, half the language you've grown up using is really problematic. And also sure. we're going to need you to read these books on a critical theory before you can understand the relationship between you and people of color and how you should address them when you're talking about social issues. Don't speak up over <laughs> others, but do make sure you get your coursework. In. Like, fuck, of course these kids yeah, are going right. to the right. No shit. But I would say that 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 that, if anything, I'm just another camp. I just don't give a shit about anybody. Um, like I hate fucking hype houses, and I I've been asked to join a hype house, and I was like, no, because now we're not going to criticize each other when we say dumb shit. I like you, but I don't like you that much. I'll criticize my own mother. You think I'm going to not criticize you? I don't want to be in your hype house. It's just like a hive mind. I don't care what side it's on. It's weird. I don't get it. I turn it down, but only because I dislike collabs. I'd be willing to do it if I wasn't so averse to working with other people. Um, but I, I mean, I spent half of my channel criticizing lefties anyway. Literally, right before talking to you, there was a possibility of me talking to, like, Peter Coffin and disagreeing with him over some dumbass fucking Twitter takes. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I, or they had, sorry. Um, I'm always uh, doing that. So I, I think being able to criticize your own side is, is, is an essential component of developing, like, a healthy political... Mindset, oh yeah, because I think it's helpful to to, to move forward too. Just Unless like you're criticizing me, then it's bad. Well, yeah, of course. You know, that's that's the standard I try to set. Because like, if somebody comes after me, I try to come after them. And some, unfortunately, sometimes I come after them a little harder. Um, you know, I probably have like an ego issue. But who doesn't have their who doesn't have their vices? I can't. I certainly can't levy any criticisms in that respect. <laughs> We're all people, you know. Sometimes I just go a little too hard. You yeah. know. I really wish I could have like a conversation with like some of these people. They they don't really, there's a lot of people on TikTok that like they pretend that they're activists. And then like the second that you say, Hey, like I disagree. You want to have a conversation with like, no, I don't want to talk to you about that. Like, no, you're gross. You're disgusting. Your followers are terrible. I had, I had a whole tiff with the girl because she made a video. That's like, if you don't, um, if you don't believe in black lives matter, unfollow me right now. I don't want you on here. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then like, she was like a legitimate activist, like put in a lot of legwork and I do edit it. And I don't know if I know how stitches work, but like, it only takes five seconds of the video. Mm-hmm. So like I cut in, like I do a lot of those. And I was just like, Hey guys, if you don't agree with me, you can stick around and like, give me the privilege to change your mind. And like, she got really mad at that. Well, that, uh, that right there. And this, oh, God, man, it's so funny to hear you say this. Cause I feel like you're, I feel like you're treading over all like these giant controversies. When I was really small, I was so angry at like the broader online left because I felt like they were so bad at doing what they needed to do. And now I'm mm-hmm. much larger and I feel like I'm still arguing the same point, maybe just with a louder voice. And it's that mm-hmm. there's a difference between activist spaces and safe mm-hmm. spaces. Safe spaces sure, yeah. are fine, well, and good. If you want to be comfy and go online as a black trans woman and not be shit talked or whatever, that's. I want to talk about black trans women next. Very, yeah. very, <laughs> very, very okay. But. If you want to be an activist, you have to get your hands dirty, and conflating those two spaces will um, will will yeah. either lead to ineffective activism or damaging, you know, safe spaces. Yeah, 
All right, exactly. I think I think we have just enough time for whatever hot take you have on Black Trans. Okay, good, good, because I love talking. I, I don't burn out easy. Um, all I wanted to say is one of the issues. What's like so weird? I don't. Are you like? Are you active? And well, you you probably are very well educated on like LGBT community. This person proposed a point that like sh- like gay white men were taking over the LGBT community. I don't know if you agree with that. I um, I, I do in many cases. And I and I contested the point in a way where it was like, I don't necessarily agree. I think that media representation of what the LGBT community is, is always uh, gay white men because that's the safest to consume. And the media that says like, hey, we're on your side, isn't bold enough to say here is a non-passable black trans woman, which is what should be perpetuated. Uh, Yeah, no, I I completely agree with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah and like that's a point I went and she, you know the person wouldn't even take me up on the talk because that's like it's real you know we're yeah. very whitewashed and you know white people are they like gay white men's it that's pretty much a lot and, a lot and, of kids and, a lot of kids forget too if you go online right now in progressive spaces it's all it's trans this trans that all very mm-hmm. all-inclusive but in the real world institutions that tend to defend lgbt rights from shelters to advocacy groups, to lobbying groups, these groups still tend to be, I mean, the people in them are older and they tend to be from a time where LGBT rights was literally just fighting for gay marriage. A lot of Mm. gay people, even older gay people, still have bad memories from Stonewall, at least maybe in a generational sense, um, where essentially like trans people got shafted um, and gay people like shoved them under the bus because they didn't want to be associated with what was considered the more odious portions of their community. But I completely agree with your take. We're making progress, though. Apparently, a black trans yeah. model was recently thrown up by Calvin Klein in a Times Square billboard. I think I saw that on Twitter. That's, That's good. Nice. Next, I have to do is I have to look at black trans women next time I, I look at uh, Pornhub. And then we'll have made full progress. Yes. Just, uh, yeah, got to infuse <laughs> that the progressive Coomer instinct. Um, <laughs> Thank you for um, thank you for coming on and talking to me. I appreciate the conversation. I want to say that like I appreciate the criticism because unlike a lot of the people I do at, I can take the criticism and I will hold it dearly enough. And hopefully we talk again, honestly. And maybe next time I can show my face. And I have a nice shirt on. I have a merchandise shirt on. I'm, I, okay, well, that's why we don't have you on cam because I'm unshaven <laughs> and I'm wearing a shirt that con- that doesn't contrast. I see. I on. see your cam on on YouTube. Anyway, uh, just the last plug. Papa good on on. on yeah, Papa uh, underscore good on TikTok. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then I, I have a YouTube, so you know, find it through my link tree on uh, TikTok, or just look up Papa good. I love you very much. Thank you for having me on. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Tra- uh, trans rights. There, I, I said it. Um. Yeah, um, thanks for chatting, man. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. I assume you can still hear me. Yeah, hell yeah, Papa. Uh, 100%. Um, man, you guys are, are a lot more critical than I remember. That's a little bit unfortunate. Um, I don't know if you know, Papa Gut is significantly more progressive and left-leaning than the average person in this country, like by a massive margin. If listening to a conversation with somebody who's open to socialist ideas, aware of the co-opting of LGBT, like, signals at corporate virtue signaling and all that shit and you're like reeing at this person you are never going to be able to reach out to the average person um anyway no i i think i i enjoyed talking to papa gut very very much um and i do think he's an intelligent person i like talking to people with that cadence it's probably it's probably the beard um it's probably the beard i think i just i the vibing the beard vibing you know um 
You haven't seen how much he allows fucking teenagers online to get bullied by his fans. Okay, I'm going to do this one more time, okay? We're going to have this talk for the 57th time. Okay. I am an outcome-driven person. What I care about most when I have conversations with people, especially large content creators, is to engage with them in ways that affect positive change. Now, obviously, that's not exclusively why I talk to people. I also just enjoy having fun conversations with intelligent people. But in the case of, if we're to morally prescribe, like, what we should do here, what we should do there, let me remind you guys that being hypercritical and extremely condemnable in conversations with folks like that makes us look like wingnuts because that guy is really progressive by any measure, and for that reason, being like, well, you're irresponsible with your platform and the way you're doing it. Come on. Okay? Remember, my channel is an activist space, not a safe space. And that means that sometimes I'm going to talk to people whose language and attitudes do not perfectly orient with what you find personally comfortable. And while that does not mean you are wrong to be uncomfortable at some points, it does mean that, at least from my perspective, my work supersedes that in this space. Anyway, I really, for what it's worth, I really like talking to him. Um, and a lot of fun with that conversation. In my, in my personal opinion. Uh, hopefully we can talk more in the future.